This time on TNT. Happy New Year, buds. We talk about board games and why families shouldn't play Monopoly. And my Michael Gross family ties gaff rears its ugly head again. That's all coming up right now on TNT. Hello. There he is. How's it going, bud? It's been Happy a hot minute. Happy New Year. It has been a hot minute. Uh, we had great holidays, but then I got the Covesies. Finally got me. Like, by the way. St- you know that. I told taps, you, obviously. But, uh, stick taps to you for but. dodging it for so long. But it, it is, as I said to you on the internet, it is kind of your civic duty at this point to get it. <laughs> Almost. It really, I mean... Uh, it's crazy. Like I actually still, you know, once you you have it, you tell everybody that you know, and then like you assume everyone's already had it. But there's still a couple people out there that haven't had it yet. Well, so, first of it's all, impressive. Did you have the uh, like? Was it hardcore or the cold kind? I I uh, I, I think I had more of the brain <laughs> kind. Well, I guess it all for everyone. There's that like kind of you know the flu dreams and the sweats and the yeah hard to think and the fog like that was real stuff there for probably three days or four days of re- really severe and then um, just kind of I'm still a little bit foggy like I still feel a little bit almost like when you get off an airplane and you can't plug undo your ears you know like a bit of that vibe so you had you had a fever though i don't i I didn't have a fever no i just had the the chills and the aches and a headache and um nausea like nauseous a bit how did you know like what made you take a test like the constant empty feeling in your stomach, which is, and it's like a painful, almost like dehydration feeling. Um, well, I, I think it, it happened. I think it was Anna that tested positive first. Like random test or wasn't feeling great? Well, Jack had something a little bit, and then like a little bit later, Anna had a cold, just a cold. And we took a test and, and uh, didn't test Jack because it would, like came and went so quickly and everybody was having colds at school and whatnot. Yeah, there's right? a bad one going around. Yeah, so um, there's a possibility that Jack had it or Anna got it from somewhere hmm. at school or a friend or whatever. But anyway, it was first diagnosed with Anna and then um, spread... I think Lisa got it next, and then John, me, and Lisa's mom actually got it. So everyone did. Everybody got it, and uh, and Lisa's mom, like the day, I guess second day that she had it, she was just very weak and had to go to the hospital. So Whoa. she's actually still in the hospital, but she's okay. She does have a heart condition so you know your heart rate if it goes up it, you know her, her ability her ability to walk and control her 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 body just was very limited so she actually had a 
not a total fall, but uh, a slight fall. And, and uh, so we called an ambulance to take her in, and she's she's good now. Her heart rate has uh, gone closer to normal. Man, that's scary. Yeah. So again, that's the biggest concern with COVID is vulnerable people. Anybody who's in a position that it's very difficult to fight something off at the same time. So, you know, COVID can, uh, a lot of, a lot of deaths have been occurred when, especially older people, when they get that sick, it kind of triggers other issues with them and it can cause heart issues and uh, any kind of intestinal issues or anything with probably even neurological issues. All these things are completely like they've you know under the microscope when you have something like COVID. So yeah, so yeah, the, a big scare. But she's doing well, and uh, hopefully she'll be back here. But again, she when you're 87 and have mobility issues to begin with, this kind of sets her back being in a bed for you know two weeks oh, or yeah, whatever. Of course. so there has to be rehabilitation to just to get to walk again so and it's not good on the lungs like all that everything yeah well she didn't have any respiratory issues thankfully so it was uh mostly um a cold kind of but w- without the, a cough john has, seems to have the cough more than anybody still and it's not like he's not sick Nothing other than the odd cough, but yet he's actually uh, still positive. So weird. Yeah. So he's you know you know at this point he's kind of in a sense quarantining and like because I'm not positive anymore and no one else is. So I'm assuming hopefully tomorrow or the next day he'll be uh, it'll be gone in terms of when he's taking the tests. So, yeah, it's just very unpredictable. So he's not going to school or anything? No, yeah, no, he's home. So it's just very unpredictable uh, virus, man. It's so weird. Like, Indy never tested positive, but she had the same exact symptoms that the rest of us did. Yeah. Um, You know what? That was the other thing. There was a bunch of, like, uh, I think Lisa tested um, negative a couple times and she's like well no i must just have a cold but then eventually she did test positive yeah so it, it's it you gotta i guess keep testing is one thing Such thankfully a we have a bunch of rapid tests from either you pick it up when you see them out there or you're getting them from school but it's uh, a lot of tests going on um do you know what just occurred to me because i was thinking about the uh, privilege, but also responsibility and potential scariness of having an older family member living with you and how, for example, it could happen that, um, you know, Lisa's mom takes a fall when you and Lisa are at Loblaws. Yeah. They should take something that people want, like a driver's license, and put something that society needs in the way of it. Like to get your driver's license, you have to take a St. John Ambulance course. Wouldn't that be awesome? Just so there's more knowledge overall. Yeah, well, I think about I think about stuff like that sometimes. Like if one of the girls choked or something, and and I would never forgive myself for not taking uh, uh, St. John Ambulance CPR course or whatever. 
Like that's yeah. such an easy thing to do, and who cares if you never need it? You might as well. No. I'm going to put that on the no, list sure. of things or so, that I'm going to so, do yeah. this year. Or put that on there, but just if it was like a, I don't know, if you got like a rebate for doing it. That would incentive incentivize Anything. people to do it. Sure, yeah, or like a some kind of break on something else. Well, that's what Man. I mean. But if you if you Make want some... a driver's license, no problem. But you have to do this first. That would that's actually a great idea, Jonathan. It is, yeah. This is my my plan for this year is to do things that I haven't done before. I got a telescope for Christmas, and this uh, is the resol- This is the resolution. The bod New Year's. Well, yeah, I kind of I kind of want to challenge myself to learn new things because it's pretty easy to just get. Uh, comfy in your routine and not try new things. So yeah. um, got a telescope and I'm terrible at it. I, I can find the moon okay, but I haven't been able to like frame up any stars yet. <laughs> I can find the moon okay. Well, partially because it's not like you can zoom out and start wide and then zoom in on the object. You're like just panning well, for gold in the sky. Well, no, you get you get that app, the, the stars app, like one of the first apps there ever was. The, of all the the whole galaxy above you, I want that app. Yeah, it's What's free. That you app? Just get it. I don't know, in the stars or something like it's whatever. It's a I want that app. Yeah. Um. But just get that, and then you look. You can look at that, and well, that tells that. you what what you're looking at. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> it takes two seconds. But I haven't been able to like the. In fairness, the weather hasn't been cooperating it's been gray basically since christmas with maybe two nights exceptions where you could see stars but i i haven't been able to frame up the stars and like uh get them into focus gotcha um so that's on my list there'll there'll be some nice nights to come yes i found it's uh, it's so cold out today that i'm seeing stars might be the covesy it's like minus 10 without just straight up and then throw another dece on there because of the wind and the chillsies as uh it's cracking you know that move like as uh pops my dad would say the trees are cracking out there when you just hear the 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 house just like like you're just like um it's plus 10 here the spine of some huge piece of wood What's that? It's, it's plus less... 10. Oh, wow. So you're getting the nice warmth. Yeah, but it's doing that like it's minus 10 Sunday morning and then plus 10 Monday at noon. So everything melts and then it rains and then it's freezing rain. Like, so um, it's just like mu- uh, wet, frozen mud everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, telescope is one thing. Um, chess is another thing. I got a chess set. For Christmas, hey, we got we got the scrab uh, the big Scrabble board for Christmas from Santa Claus with the spinners. Yeah, that spinning table, you know, yeah. the really big. Yeah, man, and we play it like it's like uh, you know when you get a ping pong table. <laughs> and so everyone's into it. We're uh, yeah, we played last night. We always play, and uh, John's been busy with homework, but he always wins when he does play, even if if he has terrible letters. So and it's not it's not as. It's not only his ability of words; it's uh, the ability to score. Like he's the guy that'll put one letter on the board and then like intersects with two with a triple letter, and you know, like thirty-seven points just with one 
stroke of an X or a Z or something in the middle. John Dunsworth uh, scored in the hundreds in Scrabble, like like mid hundreds, like five, six, seven hundred, like crazy scores. And he told me we couldn't play until I learned all the two letter words, because that is the secret to yeah. winning at Scrabble. It's not yeah, it's jungle. not about the words. It's yeah, da it's like, and ta and axe. Yeah, it's 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 not about throwing out seven letters for. 13 points times two it's yeah it's those little fire up on the on the scoreboard yeah and when you're like but are yeah, you the, sure z a is a word he's like you want a challenge oh like it is. and it's yeah the scores are like universally no like john i think he got like almost 300 nice in, in his game so like solid uh numbers so I'm do you play as a four or two people <laughs> to 200 what do you play like one person against one person, or is it? No, like it's usually four, four banger. Oh, yeah. So it's like someone's sitting out or doing something else. But you have yeah, a sub. generally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So do you do like yeah, team good. score? You combine the scores? No, no. We just we individual. Every person for themselves. Yes. Because yeah. three hundred in a four-person game—that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, man, it is for sure. Yeah. But like you know, throwing down the X to connect to yeah, or the 30. J. Well, ja- I think Jack last night got sixty points nice. on one. That was that was nuts. Um, it's really so, fun yeah, and wholesome. Great game. Yeah, and you, uh, you know, it's it's kind of uh, the only way to get communication other than dinner when everyone's eating and filling their face. This is the best way to. Uh, to kind of just just be away from your phones and other things to as a family, it's harder and harder to do as they get teenager age. So, and but the cool thing is everyone wants to make an effort to be together more. So, uh, that's the best part. So, is there no devices when you're playing? No, when not when no. Only if it's like and and it's like uh, once in a while we'll, we'll uh, allow a look to see if a word, you know, just because sometimes it's like, you can tell if a kid's freaking out and we're trying to... <laughs> so it's not, the rules aren't like hardcore where it's like, you can't look! But, I mean, we do do the, like, if you want to, if you got no letters, you gotta, you know, submit your turn and take, you know, refresh. Yeah. As opposed to like, here, I gotta get rid of these three and pick a couple of, like, that's, you know, that's too, that's too lax. But we'll look up the odd word. So what are you saying? You have if you're going to switch, you have to switch out all seven. Yeah, you got to dump the bag and start fresh, Uh. as opposed to like, I want these two letters are driving me crazy. That's hardcore. Yeah, but looking up at the uh, letting them see a word is 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 pretty lax. Like you're out of the tournament for that move, right? (laughs) For sure, right? I like the people who are like, "Would you accept?" Man, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, yeah. I would accept man, yeah. And the the cool thing is, the longer you know, the more you play, and if you do allow words or looking up words for the kids, then, um, like you're learning more words, words that you didn't know that you could use. You exactly. Know? So yeah, um, like you can use, uh, I think AI. You can use or uh, oh wow. 
MO you can use? Because, and some, you know how you can't use other languages, but moi, M O Y, is acceptable? I guess because people are like, excuse moi. Like, well, as wait a, joke. a sec. <laughs> yeah. Moi in French is M O Y. Yes, yes, but it's like, excuse moi, enough, like, <laughs> English people throwing around moi, like, as a cheap line. Because I guess certain <laughs> slang is acceptable. Yeah, man. M-O-Y, probably what does that mean? <laughs> you know, like, if you say it in happy days, that oh, means excuse it's moi. part yeah, but, of... <laughs> um, we play Scrabble yeah. in our house, too, and uh, I like the uh, challenge... Right. If someone puts down I mean, a word, at the, end of, yeah, at the end of the day, we're trying to to have the family together. So, Monopoly is the worst game to play as a family. Like yes. it's not a good. Like it ends in wars, and like I think the last time we played, Annis was like, "I'm not talking to anybody <laughs> <laughs> for a week." Like you, you, you you made me spend all of my money plus money I never had on your stupid hotel and you won't give me a break on it, right? Like, here if I thought we were family. Aww. Like, my Monopoly's terrible because three people have to lose their shirts <laughs> for the game to end, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no soft losing. You no, know? and it's, it's a... You're playing the game, so you're into it. It's like, all right, I got all this stuff, and now I'm like, oh no, I got nothing. <laughs> See, like, what a stupid game! Like, you're gonna be at each other's throats, especially as kids. It is a family ripper <laughs> aparter for sure. But, yeah, because you go through everything that you do in real life. The game was literally designed to like work in a company, so you got to go through this. It's only business, right? The one I always find like, interesting is the right, game of life. Business. I know, but when you're like saying to your brother or your sister or your kid, hey, sorry, it's just business, right? Like, okay, taking all your money. To your 11-year-old sister. Or then the worst is like, okay, you let them keep 300 bucks or you t- don't take enough so they, have, they still can pay their mortgage. But then it's like they're on skid row that whole time, just wait, <laughs> waiting for handouts and eventually just turn into dust. Like eventually you're out. Like, I'm sorry, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> the long, slow burn. <laughs> yeah. You just take this. Three hundred dollars, so you can pay the. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go now. Fine, but stop calling. I'm, I'm I give you three hundred bucks to lose my number. It's liter- literally like you fade out, gone, like Back to the Future <laughs> photo when you're done. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm d- dead now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> if you're not paying anything anymore in Monopoly, obviously that's the only way to stop playing is be gone. Because mm. <laughs> you don't pass go or anything anymore. It's um, awful. If we're game. playing, uh, if we're playing like crazy eights, the girls won't lay a two if Carol's after them because they don't want to make their mom pick up two cards. So they See, there you go. They don't want to beat her because it doesn't feel good. So there's no, like, I'm not a very competitive person about board games, but I do think if you're going to play something, you should play the best you can. Yeah. Yeah. 
again, in that game, the, that game, yeah, it, it involves the decision to to screw somebody over or not, right? Right. So that game's in the fight list for sure. Yeah. Too. So, like, again, Scrabble, it's really hard to, like, get in a fight about it because it's like either you're picking a word that isn't real, which you kind of have to own. It's nothing, not a big deal. It's not going to cost you the game or anything, right? So it's way better game for uh, like, no confrontation, right? It's more, it's more individual, safer. I always found... Um, the game of life interesting because you have a choice if you want to go to university or you want to start working right away. Yeah, and, it's and your I own always fault start too. working right away. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, so you take the like the the veterinarian gig or whatever. <laughs> well, I take the like sixty in hand versus the yeah. eighty-five that I have to wait three turns for. Or like, yeah, let's no, get it going wait. already. Let's get to work. It's. I've been watching you and I. You and I have been talking about Family Feud and how um, the questions are all <laughs> skewed to create greasy answers. Innuendo, now. Sexual in, innuendo, always. Yeah. Like, what's yeah. something you wish your husband had a bigger one of? Like, come on. There's only one possible answer. Yeah. I yeah. guess bank account is the second one. But uh, what did what's your the ex- hottest? What's the hottest thing in your bedroom? Yeah, what did your ex do better than your wife? Like, okay, yeah, exactly. you're just trying yeah. to speak of creating fights, and a lot of the questions now, as we've discussed, are about uh, Steve Harvey himself. Like, uh, if you knocked on Steve Harvey's door, what would you want him to be wearing when he opened it? Like questions that are like, I I know where you're going. If you could sleep with anyone other than your spouse, who would it be? Yeah, whose name rhymes with so Eve Harvey? Um, because Steve basically wants a grandmother to say his birthday suit, so he can do that big eyed take to camera, right? Or, or yeah, or just not not talk and just. Stare yeah. at the person. He is a man like, with a joyless laugh. <laughs> right? His face doesn't even smile when he's laughing. Like a cat? Yeah. Right? Like the same face as laughing is the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Name something your wife can do with her hands. Like, stop leading the witness. <laughs> yeah, um, better on your brother-in-law. Yeah, than what you. can she do with her hands better than her mouth? Um, but the reason I bring up Family Feud is because people always play. But I have studied the game. I think if you win the jump in, you should pass. Oh, what do you mean you should pass? You know when you get the question, you get the answer that's higher up on the board when you slam the thing, like the the initial question. He says, what do you want to do, play or pass? And people are always like, we want to play, Steve. I think you should pass. You think? Just let them sweat it out? Yeah, yeah, because they'll get three strikes and then you'll get a chance to steal. You only have to come up with one of the answers that's left. Plus you've heard all the garbage that everyone else throws out. How often like do you see was, someone who was, plays run the board? If it, if it was Taggart's versus Torrens, 
then that would be a great one. Yeah, I would pass. <laughs> and you pass. So then, yeah, because when you when you guess, you're giving another option on the board a chance, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, that's the only reason why it's because they'll say that the crappy answer that doesn't work first. Yeah. Yeah, it is better chances. Better to if pass. If there ever was a system, that's definitely a good one. Yeah. It depends how many answers Imagine are on the board. Imagine all of a sudden you become like the Ken Jennings family of Family Feud. You never lose just because that's one of your techniques. But the pass. My problem is I think too uh, outside the box. I don't think of the first answer. Yeah, I no, get in my head the, and then I'm like, oh. You'll think of the joke first. Think of a joke first, yeah. Something or, funny uh, that which blows you up. For like five seconds because you make yourself laugh even first. Yeah. Or if the question is like, what is the hardest thing about looking after your lawn? Instead of like uh, leaf blowing, uh, leave raking, uh, mo- grass mowing, I immediately go to, well, pe- but people in Alaska don't have lawns. So for them, it's probably, I guess it would be like shoveling. Oh my God. That's flood. like 15 seconds. Yeah. And then it's like the simplest question and I answer floods. Like what? And you have like Floods. no time left for the other three. Yeah. <clears throat> that would be fun though. First thought, best thought. First um, thought, best thought. Plus, I think they do like probably three or four episodes a day. So you can tell when Steve's on fumes. Yeah. That's what sure. they do. Runs Monday to Thursday. They probably knock out four episodes in one day, weeks worth of shows. You can tell when he's at the mental rap party. Who do you, who do you, <clears throat> who do you think works more? Steve Harvey, or what's that guy's name the, that does the morning shows? Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, yeah, No yeah. one works more than Seacrest. I don't know, because Steve Harvey does the morning radio, and that hosts that, and he hosts something else, too, right? He has a couple other shows. Morning <laughs> radio, does he? Yes, yes. I've noticed they started packaging, like, when uh, Steve has an audience there, and they ask him questions... Like, I've been with my boyfriend for six months. Those kind of questions. Yeah. Like the Let Me Tell You like, Something. Uh, Seacrest will fly from New York to L.A. to do American Idol probably for one day, right? Yeah. And then back, and he's doing the morning TV show. But I imagine he's probably not doing something after the, the TV show, is he? Every day? Seacrest? Yeah. Well, I don't like know he doesn't have a radio show too, does he? Yeah, sure he does. But it's in, I guess he probably does it from New York. But Syndicate, it's Kiss. Like he might do a Kiss LA. It, I mean, yeah, is it pre recorded or is it an actual morning show or a show? Uh, like an afternoon show? Because he can't be doing a morning show on TV as well. Good it must question. Be, like, is it one of those, this is the best hits of the week? One of those where he does that from his house? No, no, it's not and, that. No, no, it's, it's like here's Selena show. Gomez to talk about a thing. So it's pre-recorded interviews, maybe. Yeah, but I, it it well, certainly sounds live. Yeah, I'd like to see the uh, like because that's with the flowers and all that stuff that he was doing. Yeah, like, Ryan's Roses. Is that at the same show still on? Yeah. So I wonder what the hell. Anyway, yeah, it's very comparable. In terms of the schedule, I'd like to see the hours a week of both of those guys. I remember saying to Rick Mercer years ago, um, because he was, he's the obvious choice for a nightly talk show in Canada, right? He, 
he has never misstepped. People love him. He retired before uh, he was canceled. Like at the time, there was he was the guy. And I said, why yeah. don't you do a um, nightly talk show? And he said, I don't want to work that hard. And I think about that a lot because you look at Every the Ryan day. Seacrests of the world. Imagine, imagine how tired you are all the time and you don't need more money. Like, what is fun about that? Well, and in Canada, it's like you're destined to fail every single time because nobody wants to do it because it's a Canadian TV talk show. So you're already in the hole for guests. Big time. And then, you know, and then it's just awful. Every single one, it's like eventually it's like they get panned, everyone's watching it because they're watching other talk shows at the same time with superstars and they're seeing people that like the classic Canadian thing of like, well, that person is on like Danger Bay. I really, are you kidding me? And that's the old classics Canadianity cycle of like, this ain't going to work. Name 10 people from Canada that made it big in Canada that you would book as guests in the first week of your new Canadian <laughs> talk, talk show. show. Canadian, Canadian that just stayed in Canada? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, if it's, that's what they are anyway, though. Those, so you're saying, like, what would be, for example, Mike Bullard for a, in the week? Like, yeah. that's... <laughs> Yeah, there's a remount of the Mike Bullard show, and you're the booking person. Who are you booking to be on it this week? Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> how is there anybody like so? It's, I'm trying to be mod, modern with this. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, what, like Strombo for sure. You gotta go with Strombo. I saw Strombo. Uh, Although uh, he does does do work outside of Canada, yeah. And, I mean, he, even he kind of breaks the mold of the, what you had to do. I saw him like, yesterday. He put Stomp a video out. Tom, if Stompin' Tom was alive, he would definitely be perfect because he's he was never did he never even I don't even know if he played in, in the U.S. or anywhere else. But he, if it wasn't only Canada, it was all Canada. Yeah, everything was. That's pretty Canadian. So this would have to be somebody like that. So you'd book Stompin' Tom. So Stompin' Tom. If he was still with us on the Mike Bullard remake. <laughs> take a break, bud. Well, I guess let's take a break. You Like, uh, I just thought of so, one. Um, you know the uh, the figure skating couple, and everyone was hoping they were a thing, but they never they never were. Tessa Virtue and that Maple Leaf. You'd have them on. I don't remember the Maple Leaf, but Morgan Riley. Her uh, they just got engaged. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. You'd have them. I didn't on. know that. That's a thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I guess. You'd have obviously Timbo and the boys. You have the Arkells on. You can get <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, but see. But th- that's the thing. These people are uh, have careers outside of Canada. You know, oh, yeah, right. I think that they would both break the mold, being right. in the NHL and a world-class skater. So, what about, yeah, it's um, tough. See, now it's not so it's hard. you got to think of someone 
who you know, but doesn't do anything else anywhere. So it's just kind of, it's kind of a moot game, well, to be honest. You, like, Rick Mercer is a big yeah. Canadian star. And, and L- Lloyd Robertson and uh, a lot of the media personalities, definitely. Right. By the way, um, we haven't done a pod since the World Juniors were in Halifax. James Duffy is someone that everyone would know because, the, I mean, the ratings are insane. Four and a half yeah. million people tuned sure. into um, the gold medal game. So he is a face that people recognize, homegrown for sure, he and Bob McKenzie. And yeah. Yeah. He, he is so masterful at his job because the heartbeat of the moment is the thing that he captures, right? Gord Miller is incredible yeah. at play-by-play, especially with all those international teams and never blows it. Um, so good at calling the game. But the G- team... Gino Retta. Gino Retta could definitely be a classic. Yep. The tee-up that Duthers does before these big games, he never stumbles on his words. He never blows it. He's <clears throat> unbelievable. So I would say he is Smooth. a bona fide Canadian star. Smooth as ice. Yeah. What a great thing that was for Halifax, by the way. Went to Canada, Austria, and yeah. uh, was a blowout. Um, blowout, full on. Great but it team. was really a uh, great stars thing for the city. right there. Future stars, right? Everyone, you know, there's going to be some action on that. You're Connor team. Bedard. Um, but first time in a few years that they've been able to do it with fans, and I think that was a big boost. And uh, the city really embraced it. They got great turnouts. Like even for <clears throat> games that were like, are who's going to be back in the tournament next year? Um, they get five thousand people. Like elimination games. Elimination games. It was One, as you say. It was One. One. Will One. Um, okay, so uh, my telescope is is one thing. Chess is another thing. <laughs> That's what we were talking yeah, about and, before. Uh, yeah, we, you didn't. So yeah, chess is a great game. What a great game to uh, play it as well. Although it's obviously one on one, and that's that. But still, it's also a, a good test of patience because to play it properly you really have to take the time and consider every possible like carol is wired to think two moves ahead because sometimes i'll say we should do this and then she'll say just innately uh but i want then i wonder if this would happen and it's like right huh of course didn't think that far ahead chess is great at learning to think about the consequences of your actions Yes. Because sometimes sure. in my impatience, I'll just do a move and then lose a, a piece right yeah. away because I hadn't thought it through. Well, if you think about it, that's uh, if you think about only moves that can't be taken in any way, like that makes the game so much slower right yes. there where you're like, I have to think of every opportunity where I'm going to be got. <laughs> So that's what makes chess like, okay, oh, I'm such an idiot. Because when you're lazy or if you don't think enough, yeah, you're definitely going to lose a lot of pieces pretty quick. It's a great game, though, for, but like it, you said, just to get, just to, to patience is the only way to win a chess for sure. Except for those, like, people that have done all the work and the effort to think of all the opportunities so they automatically, when, 
they see where you go, they know all those uh, options, and they're quick. I was on a chess team in school. What? And I, I would, yeah. Like, do you Doesn't get jackets was, for that? No, it was just like a elementary school kick. Like chess and I, I remember, team. I still, re- I still remember winning a couple matches and thinking I was awesome, and then just getting dusted so fast by like real kids who were into it. <laughs> I was like, oh man, holy cow, I stink. <laughs> well, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. How there's a difference between someone who plays chess and a chess player. Exactly. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, that's huge. Like someone who does something versus someone who well, it's 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 kind of like it. it's kind of like uh, I've and I've been there plenty of times where you're talking to somebody that's so intelligent that you start tr- tripping over what you're gonna say because like you don't uh, like you feel stupid. Everything that comes out of your mouth, you feel like is dumb. And I've been in conversations with people like that, I, the, you know, the actual uh, mental giant, you know, <laughs> where like you just uh, feel like, man, I f- could have been better in that conversation. I should have <laughs> said this. I should have thought that. Did, just I don't know what the, what the hell was I thinking bringing that up, you know. That's you emailed them I, afterwards to say, you know what I should have said uh, when yeah. you said that is this. Exactly, like a total George Costanza move. <laughs> like, yeah. Who is? But I've met, like, there's been some musicians that I've met in my life that are like, man, this person's so intelligent that I just, you know, I feel like I don't know. I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut here. Like who? <laughs> um, like Alvin Jones for one thing. But he was so warm that he would let you know. I felt like I, you know, he didn't really care. But, uh, you know, like Thundercat, the bass player, like I'm always like, <laughs> like man, that guy's so smart and, and, and out, kind of out there in a cool way. Uh, you just kind of, again, just say, <laughs> saying less is more with people like that. You feel like you're Chris uh, Farley like, on the Chris Farley show? Yeah, like for some reason, like really heavy jazz musicians... Um, the, there's a f- just a feeling of like because just the the brain that you need to have to be at, playing at that level and that kind of music with those kind of musicians. Um, it's it's like quick witted. It'd be like you know what I mean if you're talking to a, a comedic legend or something where you can tell that they're just so learned. <laughs> you know what I mean that that it's like man, what the hell am I supposed to say to this person? I know. You know, like, really, I'm going to talk like I would feel the same way if I'm like all of a sudden I have to talk about humor with Jerry Seinfeld. Right. Like, all of a sudden, like, what do you say without sounding like a dum dum? Because, you know, he's like, what the hell am I doing here talking about comedy for Christ? You know what I mean? Like, if you're forced into a conversation, there's some people that you're like, oh, it's daunting, you know? I guess maybe the move is you don't talk about their craft. Yeah, so then what do you talk about? You're like, because they know, like, oh, they're talking about something else. This better be funny, too. <laughs> you know, right? I guess with comedians, they like, must feel that pressure like, all oh, the time. You know, I woke up this morning, I burnt my toes. Like, what the fuck are you going to say? 
what else are you going to say? Because then it's like, you're tap dancing even more because they're like, well, what? where's this going? Right, like it has to be a fully fleshed out bit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. what? if you're not asking him a question like that, like, why are you talking about the weather? <laughs> I guess. But I, when Snoop was here doing Trailer Park, his kid decided to, I think he was a senior, and he decided to go to, I forget if Snoop is a USC guy, and his kid decided to go to UCLA or the other way around to play football. And suddenly it was like, he's not Snoop Dogg. He's a dad whose kid made a decision that kind of disappointed him. That I felt was something I could uh, grab onto and just have a conversation about like, how do you feel about that? And what do you think went into the decision? And what what are you going to say to him about it? Like, I would rather talk about that than so... So you're Snoop Dogg. Like, what is that like? Yeah, but I wonder... Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. But I wonder... And you said you did talk to him about that stuff for a while. Yeah. So, yeah. And it worked. And he like, loved it, of, yeah. Like, it was a good... Uh, yeah, well, that's well, probably... being guarded because there are two types of interaction. One is, hey, man, can I grab a pick? Yeah. And the other <laughs> is just kind of give him space and uh, yeah. talk about something if it comes up. And I, I've just but, always been in that camp. And and then there's like, but there's like, you know, intellectuals that can be prickly, right? They're where they're like time, their time is is very valuable, so conversation has to be concise or there's no deal. Yeah. Well, I remember like I've, I remember Clattenburg telling me that Gord Downey was in I think New York and saw Michael Stipe at a thing, and was a mm-hmm. big fan, and people often said to Gord or compared him Similar, to Michael yeah. Stipe as, as front people. And Gord said to Clattenburg, Clattenburg said, like, did, did you say hi or something? And Gord was like, well, what, a, what am I going to say to him? Yeah. And it's true. Sometimes those uh, interactions are, are best left at a distance. I saw Michael Stipe at the Standard Diner at like 2 o'clock in the morning. And even, like, made contact and smile or whatever, like, just nice person seemingly. But I still didn't go talk to him because I was like, well, what the fuck am I going to say to him? I but I wonder if tribute, his thing is, like, man, no one ever band. talks to me. Well, you know, but because, you, you you know, of the interviews that you read with him, he was always pretty prickly about media, period, right? Like, didn't do the videos, wouldn't do videos because he didn't like to lip, wouldn't lip sync. You know, so if you're like, I'm not lip syncing for a video, <laughs> like it's just, it's very different for one thing, but also an unacceptable in a lot of ways if you're trying to be a pop star, right? Or, you know, popular music. So just, uh, and in inter- interviews, he was always very kind of opinionated and strong with wh- his thoughts. So yeah, I, I never bothered to say hi <laughs> either with Michael Stipe because of that. What am I going to say? I don't want to be like some annoying person. Right. Because <laughs> sometimes that's all they are, right? To anybody. It's like, oh, they're talking to me, so that's annoying. Like Prince, if I ever had a chance to meet, I don't know what that, that would be a, the same thing. Like, what, what the hell am I supposed to say? <laughs> right. It's almost like you can assume he knows you like his music and appreciate his exactly. artistry. 
So yeah. what do you say next? Like Neil Young was like that. I felt that like insecurity with meeting him, but he was very gracious and nice. But like I didn't feel like I could have the conversation go any longer than it did, which was just like two minutes or whatever, right? So, yeah, it's interesting when you think about it. What, well, you know, I what, think what back to some interactions I've had, for example, with people who have names of celebrities, and I made, I took the layup, like made a joke about how their name was like the celebrity, like a, a Michael Jackson or a Brian <laughs> oh, Adams or someone. And those are things that I kick myself over because I think before you speak, identify what has probably been said a million times and then don't say that. I, I find in, in writing too, it helps to identify the cliche so that you can either shine a light on it or flip it and beat it. Um, I just like I always think of you in the family ties guy and I'm like holy oh, fuck that is like an all time classic like <laughs> like what was the desired outcome in my head other than him going really like with his yeah. fucking eyes <laughs> I'm trying to leave that in the rearview mirror but <laughs> no but here I, I mean but it is, no, that's but what he was thinking awesome. Because it's very, it's almost like it was like, you're like, hey, fuck you, kind of, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, while he's saying it on his way, hey, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, it's kind of, it's kind of like a push. It, it is a bit bully-like, but it's like, it's like, that's the fun, the funny part of it. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I would, I would be so upset if I was him. Because it's kind of like, you know what? I don't care who you are. I'm still going to get throw this out there. Well, this is the, this is the thing. <laughs> he didn't know me enough to know that that was loving tribute. To your point. And, and, if, by the way, if you haven't heard the story, I worked with yeah. Michael Gross who played the dad in Family Ties. There was an uncomfortable moment in the first rehearsal of the first scene I ever did with him where it was silent and the scene was over and I went, sha-la-la-la. <laughs> Which in my head, like, I don't, I don't know what I meant. <laughs> I tell you what, if I was there, I'd still not be laughing right now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but it, it's, it's, I think you did it for everyone else in the room, to be honest. But I, I can tell you with a million percent certainty, I was not doing it to humiliate the guy or uh, po poke a stick at him. It was genuine loving tribute in my mind. But I can see now how it just would have looked like. Oh, man. What is wrong with you? <laughs> but he he gave you that like really face, right? Yeah. <laughs> no words, just the look. Yeah. No one said anything. <laughs> That's what made it worse. He didn't even give me like a oh yeah, right, of course. Like nothing. And Jason Priestley was there uh standing beside me and he just kind of stared at the floor rightfully so. Like <laughs> he, he, I don't know what I expected. Jason Priestley right there. <laughs> but like, I, oh man, 
I'd probably never get out of bed again if I knew what he thought in his head when I did that. I'm, well, I can tell you, it was probably like, dude. <laughs> Who else was in the room? Anybody else? Uh, like the entire crew and bunch of cast and the director. And it was just so silent. Oh, man. Oh. And that was... Did you talk to him after or say... No, he, no he, he wouldn't even make eye contact with me again. And the worst part is... The worst part, everyone unanimously was like, man, Michael is the best. And I look over and everyone's like gathering around listening to stories and stuff. And Michael's having lunch with people and like, here, you should try this smoothie. And like, I was so far out of the group. No, but how, how much time went from you saying that to the rest of the day? Well, we hadn't like even much... shot the scene yet. It was like oh, hours. <laughs> Hours. So that was just the beginning of the day. Yeah, you did, <laughs> and you—he didn't talk to you at all. No, you saw him all happy with everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone, come sit beside me, Jonathan. Not so fast. Oh my god! But I, I guess, I guess that's that's the worst part. Is if any part of him thought like. That's mean. Why would you do that? Because I, I, I sure didn't mean it to be. I, just, I thought it was playful. <laughs> yeah. But I know, I know better than most what that feels like when people are like, J-Rock, know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Right? I, I know what that feels like. Um, so it's, no, but- <laughs> it's surprising in a way. And by the way, what that feels like, it doesn't feel bad or hurt my feelings or uh, any of that stuff. It just means um, that I kind of have run out of facial expressions. Like, yeah, hey, hi. And it's a great problem. Like, imagine, yeah, you're working on a a show now, and like the first part of the day, some guy throws out like the lazy Susan line on you. Like, do you think? You'll be having lunch with him later. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like would, gathered like, around would, the hearth. Would that would that that would that wouldn't help his relationship with you, right? It would definitely hinder it more than help it, right? Well, I don't think we had a relationship. <laughs> no, but I'm saying if you were gonna, probably not the best way to start. <laughs> Okay, this is this is an interesting topic. So good. Who in your life have you had an awkward celebrity encounter with, or felt like cringy (laughs) about? Yeah, and there's got to be a good one. Uh, (laughs) Like who? When you think of them, are you like, oh, that wasn't? They didn't see my best self. Um. There's got to be, but I'm trying to think. <laughs> Must be one. There's got to be, like, where I put my foot right in my mouth. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, there was the time, like, as a drummer, when I, tr- I, I was like, a, the band asked me to sit in, and I didn't know how to play the song. Like, So uh, in a front of an arena full of people, like, I was playing, like, a, like I was five years old, like, a, 
to the point where I was like, guys, I don't know how to play this song. Like someone, someone else came to play it <gasps> in front of an arena full of people. Who was the band? Candlebox. They were like this huge band in America, <clears throat> and we were opening for them. And uh, yeah, they were, we were like. I, I was like, oh, I've heard this song, but I was like, I never thought I couldn't play it, <laughs> but I couldn't play it. <laughs> and I, I think it was like, uh, it was just like a really fast 6-8 tempo, like almost like a... And it was just so unfamiliar to me that I just couldn't fucking do it at all. And I just kept falling over myself. And I was like, oh my God, this is the most embarrassing moment of my life. Because so it's like 14,000 people in the crowd, right? How have I never so, heard yeah. this story? Well, it's embarrassing. That's probably why I didn't mention it. But, like, that, I mean, that's, that, I'm sure for days afterwards, it, that, that was awful. <laughs> and that's worse than, because everybody just thinks you're terrible, right? Yeah. I'm like, man, when you're not used to that, it's like it hurts. Wow. Yeah. So what actually happened? Were they like, actually hop up, bud? We're going to get someone else to sit and play it? Yeah, no, like the <gasps> Vinny, the singer from Sponge, like did it. Got on the kit and played it. Super simple feel, but like at the time I was just, I could not comprehend it. And it was like a circle square hole vibes. So yeah. <clears throat> so did they stop the That's song? That's the equivalent. Yes. Or the guy just jumped in while they were still going or something. But everybody was laughing because it was just ridiculous, right? So they thought it so was I, funny. I'm like, I threw the sticks down. I'm like, forget this. This is not happening, man. <laughs> so they thought it was funny. <clears throat> For sure, yeah. Yeah, okay. So it wasn't yes. like, what was going on with you out there, man? That was, what are you doing? No, no, it wasn't like that, yeah. But like... I mean, that, that's embarrassing when you're trying to do something in it and you fall on your face. Sure. But, uh, I, I'm sure I've had moments where I've said something to somebody, but usually if, I, if I'm out and say something, I find if, if it's... Like, I, yeah, I'd have to be... Like I said, when you're talking to somebody that you really respect and say something stupid, like I... Um, like I said, I, I usually, if, if I, I wouldn't, the sha-la-la-la thing, that's just like, I think I would see the danger in it. Oof. <laughs> well, I'm normally a pretty good judge of, like, read the room, too. Um, it's funny, though, but that's the thing. It's kind of funny, but for some, I think it was because everybody, like, let it, went on the side of... Eh, eh, like error, because <laughs> I don't know. Maybe if some a couple people laughed, he'd be like more like ah, right. <laughs> or if someone circled back later and was like, "Man, that was hilarious when but, you did but that." But also, you didn't say sorry, did you? No. See, that's maybe part of it too. You still owned it after. <laughs> We're like, come on, it's no big deal. Oh, interesting. Like, a, I should you have. You know what I mean? You should have been like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. It's, it did, totally came off the wrong way. <laughs> do you know an expression I, Indigo <laughs> came up with recently? I said something that was a misfire, and she went, you missed the toilet, bud. 
That's what happened <laughs> That's with me one. and Michael Gross. I missed the toilet. You missed the toilet. And you didn't clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> you pissed on the seat. And well, that's left. a great that's a great image. I didn't clean it up. I left it there. Yeah. And he was like, You're disgusting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like strike one, it happened, you said it. Strike two is not owning it up to it and saying <laughs> that was a bad idea. Like you didn't even maybe have to say sorry. You could have said, Hey, you know what? I totally didn't mean that to come off that like that. <laughs> because that way you're not even apologizing. You're just like, I, I missed the, you pissed on the seat. <laughs> hey, you know what, man? I missed the but, toilet. I Honestly, I thought, I'm a big fan. I thought that might be cute. I don't know. Does that make it better? <laughs> or is that like, why are you laying your so, poor judgment well, there's a now. chance of like where like he looked back at you, and when he gave you the roll, his eyes look. You were like nodding, like, "Oh yeah, I did do that. Fucking right, I did it." Mm-hmm. Like, but was there maybe that part where that's why he's like, "Okay, no, I'm not I think I froze." <laughs> he saw shock. Like that did not go as I hoped at all. <laughs> something else I'm working on in 2023, <laughs> and this is something my wife does naturally and beautifully is. You don't have to talk all the time. You can just... Okay. Like, it doesn't fall to me to fill the space in a group. Anyone can talk. And I think sometimes when you talk a lot, especially in a quiet environment, that's when you say things that you wish you hadn't because you're kind of panicking. (laughs) And you're just like, yeah, you're trying to fill space. Yeah, you don't have to Wait a second, I, I shouldn't have talked about the party at Greg's next week. When now they know about the party and they're not invited. Right? (laughs) Right. And Carol's so naturally comfortable not speaking. And she speaks if she has something to offer or has something she'd like to say, but doesn't feel the need to fill the space. Mm -hmm. So I'm working on that, but it's not my default. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because, yeah... um, you're, you you do feel like if there's nothing's going on, then there's something wrong in a way, right? Yes. Like if there's no communication. Yeah, why does it feel so minute, quiet? Is everybody okay here? Okay, let me tell you about this one time today when I went out to the supermarket. But it's not me. It's it's um. So Dana, you just started a new job recently. What is that like? And I'm genuinely curious, but I do feel. Uh, it's partially instinctive, and I do feel a responsibility to um, keep it going. Yeah. And I should probably worry about that less. True. Yeah, exactly. Well, part of uh, trying to do something less feels awkward. It's going to feel awkward, always, right? Because well, I always that, have. Yeah, until, the, uh, until it feels normal, you got to keep pushing it. So, exactly. Yeah. You got to keep that mouth quiet. You got to go on. You know what you should do? Just go in and to places like going on elevators and like places where you usually would start up a chat and not and see if you can make it. See, that's really hard for me. I know. So that let's see. Cause that's what I'm saying. You got to like like a guy who's trying to change their athletic, like a golf swing or something. You have to swing what feels like feels like you're making a mistake, but it's not. You have to keep doing it till like that becomes someone stops the new on, normal. Uh, the elevator stops on my hotel floor and I get on and there are people there. I thank them for stopping to pick me up. 
I don't need to do that. <coughs> you say that when the door opens? Yeah. Hey, thanks for stopping to get me. <coughs> so when they press, like, they're on, even if they're on the seventh floor, or is it on, that they have to be on the ground floor? No, if, like, if I'm on seven and they stop because they're on their way to the lobby as well, I don't have to oh say, hey, thanks God. for picking me up. You, you, you don't. Do, how many times out of ten? Every do you do time. That? No. Yeah. And there are two types of people in the world. People that are like, <laughs> and people that say nothing. Oh, my God. Oh, so, so you're kind of doing it in a way of, again, if they're not feeling it, then they can fuck themselves. Yeah, it's an experiment. <laughs> it's almost kind of aggressive as it is polite, polite. Speaking you know of John I mean? Dunsworth, that is so that's a him this. thing to do. That's a very experimental thing to yeah. do. No, for sure. And I love that there he are, did that in the world. There are people out there that feel if you talk to them, it's an invasion of their privacy, right? Yes. And that's how, those are the ones you know right away when it's like, I don't talk in public. Right. I just got in the <laughs> elevator. I'm just trying to go get dinner. I, I don't need to be part of a bit i'm sure you've also met those those types and it's usually like dudes that are like in i don't know they've been doing something for a long time and they just like for example i'd be in a cab and i'm like you know start talking and and they can tell that it's a joke or something that's supposed to be funny or some kind of bit and they're like i don't do that shit yeah they shut it down yeah, like it makes them mad as soon as they see that they're in something that has nothing to do with true communication, like someone needs to know something. <laughs> and um, they're just talking to talk, and then they, the, the shit hits a fan in their <laughs> world. Well, we've also <laughs> encountered a couple of folks like morning DJ types. Yeah. Who think like, oh, oh you guys are comedians, I'm going to workshop some bits. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, see, that's, yeah, that. That's when you're wondering, like, I wonder if they can feel this, like, I w obviously they, they don't feel that, or they would stop, but just like the, or is it just like the stick-to-itiveness, like, ah, oh, I just gotta tell them this bit, because I know they're gonna laugh. I think I'm gonna, it's, I'm gonna shoot my shot. But humor is so subjective that it's very easy for people to fall into a false sense of confidence because they can say, man, the crowd was off tonight. They just were flat. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. had nothing to do with the fact or, that you're yeah. not funny, bud. That's the best. Or they'll blame the monitors. Man, I just couldn't hear myself in the monitors. That's yeah. why I sang off-key the whole night. Blame the monitor guy. Classic move. Hey, good chatting, <laughs> bud. Hey, good chatting, bud. Happy New Year, everybody. You too. Even though it's a late, a late New Year. It's almost like uh, offensive when it's... The fifteenth and your sixteenth and you're saying it, but here we go. <laughs>